Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the first Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Also, the number one rated podcast on iTunes, um, which reminds me, get those ratings in. Get those ratings in. I got some koozies coming. I was supposed to have these coming a while ago, but they're, um, I don't know what the holdup was. But anyway, it doesn't matter. They're coming. I got stuff now, Joe. Yeah. So we can give stuff away again. Remember when we used to do that? Remember how fun that was? Yeah, such a long time ago. It was. It was last basketball season. We haven't done it a whole off season, I don't think. Maybe once or twice. No. Anyways, hey, go to iTunes. If you give us a five-star review, if you could give us ten, I know you would. But if you could give us at least five, that would be great. Tell us how much you love us. Or don't. Keep it to yourself. That's fine. Uh, you know, we will, if we read it on the air, we will um, we'll send you some stuff. Uh, so, um, we'll, get that, we'll get that going soon. Yeah. Yeah. You've missed your, you missed your crack. Your crack is supposed to happen during the intro music, Joe. What happened? No, we didn't talk about that. I've just been randomly doing it. I know you have been randomly doing it. I've never mentioned it cause it happens every time. Oh, but you didn't do it. I'm, di- I'm disappointed. That's my point. So, oh, anyways, sorry. we're we're here to talk a little basketball. We're here to talk about uh, the Andre Jackson deal and um, whatever else I guess uh, we can think of. Yeah, right? it's I mean, bye week, we're man. Trying, so. We're trying to we're trying to make the best out of you know, stay in practice, man. You know, the hell, take yeah. a half hour out no, of our time. We haven't talked about basketball for a while too. It's been it's getting close. It's getting, it's getting close. close. It's been something we kind of put off a little bit. Just because um, it hasn't been a ton of news about it. So, anyways, all all the practice stuff was glowing. We know that, but we'll get into Andre Jackson a little bit and some, a couple. No of news things. is good news sometimes, right? That's what they say. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> before we get into all that, let's tell you about the good folks over at my bookie. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I think a game's more exciting when I have some money on it, and sometimes I have a gut feeling about what matchup I want to choose, and, you know, maybe I'm betting on my favorite sports team, um, which, actually, what I do is I don't. I bet on the opposite team. You know what? Yeah, I, bet I would on, never bet on the Raiders. <laughs> well, I mean, I have other sports teams, Joe, but... Oh, Martin Truex <laughs> Jr.? Martin Truex, the Yankees. I don't bet baseball, but... Uh, If I do bet, though, I bet against my team because it's a win-win. It's a win-win. If they lose, I win money, and if I lose money, they win. So 
most of the time in certain situations. But hey, nah. I'm, which I'm good with. So uh, regardless of whether you're betting for years or this is your first time, my bookie is the best bet this season. And if you don't know what it's about, research it. If you do know what it's about and you know what to expect, go to my bookie. Uh, if you're the kind of guy or gal who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites of the week, the parlay is a perfect bet because they will let you bet on multiple of those games together uh, and you can get a much bigger payout. So try the parlay. Uh, if you're going to bet on anything this season, do it with my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag uh, and they will double your first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Uh, go to mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Thank you, my bookie. And uh, no, no, nothing else to talk about this week because I feel like maybe we made too many jokes. And they're like, look, the crew with the jokes about the... The other stuff there, you know. Who's talking about? Cut this. Cut the sponsor from those guys with the jokes that can't keep a straight face. No. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that was a three-week trial, so maybe Blue Chew will come back. Free plug for Blue Chew. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So, that is it. Um. All right. Anyway, as I fill time. Sick. Andre. Andre Jackson, uh, 6'6", shooting forward, shooting guard, whatever. Um, he attended Albany Academy, so he's from Albany. He did not choose Syracuse, and um, he decided to choose uh, UConn. It was, it was down between Cuse, Iowa, Maryland, UC, UCLA, and UConn, and he chose UConn for multiple reasons. Um, now, I mean, f- firstly, I would say that I didn't. I don't know if I really... I mean, yes. Would it be nice, Joe? Would it be nice to grab uh, another four-star? We have, we currently have a four-star in in Woody Newton, who's got verbal commit, right? And we got a five-star power forward, Isaiah Jackson, who he revealed his three finalists: Cuse, Alabama, and Kentucky. And um, he's a top twenty-five prospect to the class of twenty twenty, and he officially announced his three schools, like I mentioned: six-nine forward, um, out of Michigan. So. Right. Um, I mean, we're looking at some guys. We're looking at some guys. Is I mean, you know, you, when you go to social media and you see these things, you, you either got you, you got almost like two classes of people, well, maybe three, but you got the people who are who are just it's the end of the world. Then you got the people who are like probably you and and me who are like, yeah, well, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm not getting, I wasn't attached to this guy anyway. I nor did I really right. have my hopes up about it. And uh, who's gonna? How is he going to play? Like, this is so crowded right. at the powered forward and guard position right now. I mean, is it even necessary? And by the time he comes next year, we're going to have, you know, those players, he's not going to have much playing time as a freshman Well, coming in. Again, you never really know. I think we're selectively recruiting right now because if everybody comes back next year, then we don't even have any scholarships available. I mean, I know that we could have Buddy just – we could pull his scholarship and have him, you know, still be on the team and gain an extra scholarship there. But there's uh, ways around that, though. I mean, right. And uh, and what it is really is, you know, you go out there and you try to get some guys and some guys come in. And after a couple of years, you know, you get your chance to, to kind of show your what you got. And sometimes, you know, they ought to have those honest questions about 
transferring or if you're ever going to get playing time here. And, you know, just because we got a bunch of sophomores and freshmen doesn't mean we stop recruiting, doesn't mean we don't try to get better or get other talent. So that's why I say that we're probably most likely selectively recruiting. We're getting guys that we know are going to be able to come in and actually help possibly over, you know, at this point, Beheim's seen and the coaches have seen two years of a lot of the kids uh, other than the freshmen. So, um, again, I just think that we're not going to stop recruiting, but we're going to be selectively recruiting the positions that of need and like center. I mean, right. That's why we're going big be- guys forwards type yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. So again, I just see this, this year, uh, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that Elijah Hughes is going to go pro, but, um, I mean, if he doesn't, then to, to, to make some spots, there's going to be some conversations and there's probably going to be some guys that end up transferring. And I know that people get attached to certain people or people don't think that they don't maybe get their fair share, but well, you know, I got it's just, you know, I got it. Can I put you on the spot? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, who are you who are you looking at? You bring in. Let's say you bring in. A, you bring in a Andre Jackson. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I will. Me personally, I, I think the way that we look at it, the way I look at it, is um, that right now there's probably names, and but you have a whole season to get off of that list. You know, that's that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it. And uh, I don't think Bayham's going to go too crazy and pick up too many players. But, um, again, like I said, I, I just – right now, to me personally, like I said, I mean, you're not going to say that to a, a freshman. But you never know if a freshman ends up leaving. It's happened before. Um, but, I mean, right now with the playing time and what's been shown and where the depth and the positions and everything, I mean, I would say probably Howard Washington and, and probably Braswell. Um, and you can say that they maybe haven't had their fair share and stuff. But, you know, just like in the real world and in, in, in businesses and companies and at work, uh, sometimes um, there's only so high you can climb and you got to go somewhere else to, to kind of make your name. So and that's not saying these players are bad. It's just sometimes it just happens with depth in the pecking order. Yeah, I think – I mean – I would hate, but they have they have a full year to get their names off that list. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's it is interview time. This year is interview time, and I mean mm-hmm. it's going to be. It is a pecking order. Did you say pecking order? Yes. Okay. The, it, you're right, and it's you know it's survival of the fittest. You got a year to prove yourself, and you know with Howard, I mean he's had his chances, and unfortunately he's had some medical issues, and that's right, right. That's right. really held him back. Right. So um, it's you know, and but, again, it's nothing personal. It's just the fact no, that we but it's know reality, we know right? that we and, know that Beheim he only plays a certain rotation, right? He only plays traditionally, historically, he only plays a certain amount of players, right? Doesn't doesn't go crazy deep, right? Yeah, you're looking at eight at the most most of the time, right? And if you're if you're looking at yourself like you're a you know redshirt sophomore and you're still at the bottom of that pecking order, then you might have to have an honest talk with yourself. Not just with the coaches I mean, in, as well. In, um, you know, like I record. said, sometimes you got to go somewhere. Look at BJ Johnson. Yeah, I mean, he he started I and mean, he ended up going to LaSalle. I believe he got drafted. Yeah, well, in the second and, round. So I mean, he had to go somewhere else. That so, stuff. And, that stuff is probably well coordinated with those with those athletes too. So. Oh yeah, it's not um, like the coaches just kick him out and say, "Up, oh, see ya." Yeah, you know, see like you they help. Pack they have stuff. conversations. With, you know, when ben- when Michael Benajay, you know, similar situation that he was in in Duke. You know, when that happened, Coach K, he made a, you know, he had a, they had, a, he had a talk, he had a conversation with Jim Beheim, and, uh, and 
you know, then that happens, you know, so. And, you know, this doesn't mean Syracuse recruiting is down or they stink. No. I mean, they've got a lot of good athletes that they're still. Look, here's here's another thing. When you are part of someone, a, a four-star that's highly recruited, like a, like an Andre Jackson or, you know, a four-star like Woody Newton, when you get in the – or of a five-star like Isaiah Jackson, you get in those that, – that last block of schools, three, four schools that they're choosing from, that still says a lot. I mean, you're not going right. to get them all. You couldn't have them all on your team anyway. Right. So, exactly. I mean, it says a lot. And, you know, Andre Jackson, he's from he's from Albany. He's going to be playing in the Big East. There's lots of schools, uh, St. John's, Villanova, uh, Seton Hall and Georgetown. I mean, you're talking, uh, Joe, you mentioned earlier the Big, uh, the Big East tournaments in, in, in Madison Square Garden. St. John's plays in Madison Square Garden. So everything's kind of close to there, right, to his family and everything. Right. So yeah. obviously probably a, 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 a huge deciding factor there. No, well, probably that so. and probably the playing, you know, playing time. time. Yeah, yeah, obviously playing time was number one. I don't think there's anything right. about that. And that's the, that's so. the difficult part too. And again, that's why I think we're selectively recruiting is because um, – and trying to get guys that we know would probably be pretty successful in our system. But again, it's not an easy sell <laughs> right now. It's not an easy sell when you look at that roster and the youth and uh, it's just, it's, it's going to be tough for to get certain recruits. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Nick Giancola, have you heard of him before, Joe? No, no, he haven't. He is Buddy Beheim's cousin. And he's coming. No. He's coming on as a walk-on. So, um, and he was born in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, he grew up as a Syracuse fan, obviously, because Uncle Jimmy. And right, right. this is Julie's sister's kid. So, mm. uh, anyway, uh, that was announced that he's going to be a walk-on. Kind of. That's just kind of cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just figure I throw it in there. But you yeah. know, he grew up an Orange fan, and in being around, you know, Kentucky, he'd wear his orange gear around there. So, um, you know, he was a ball boy hey, with I Buddy. Like he would watch tournament games with Buddy and and stuff like that. So that's cool. So shout out to him. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. I guess. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I guess uh, what what was I looking at here? Oh yes, the CBS Sports. From 247, they said uh, the preseason ACC college basketball rankings. And, of course, where should, where should I start? We're, we're, let's start at number one. It's no surprise, I don't think. Duke, Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. North Carolina, yeah. third. Yeah, fourth, fourth, makes is, sense. fourth is Virginia. Virginia lost a lot of good players. It's uh, all pretty predictable so far. Yeah, NC State. You right there with that? Ah, uh, they got some good guards. That Mar- Markel Johnson coming back definitely helped that. Uh, but they just, oh, they're so con- inconsistent. But I mean, they win some big games though. Like what, every third year, year, I think it's the third year for that new coach. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is it the third year? I, I want to say. I don't, I don't know. Fact check me if you want. But I, I honestly can't say it right now. Florida State is sixth, seventh. <clears throat> Notre Dame. Notre Dame seventh. Oh, that, yeah. that one kind of surprised yeah. me a little bit, but I don't know. Well, I mean, they had Fluger. Fluger got hurt last year. They're supposed to be pretty decent. I think each of the last two years, one of the you know their best players or their you know most experienced players have gotten hurt early and missed the whole season. But he's coming back, and they still have Mooney. They still got Gibbs. Gibbs. So, yeah, I think they're going to be a formidable opponent for sure. Great coach, Mike Bray. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Syracuse sits at eight. So okay. that's, I think, pretty reasonable right in the middle yeah. there. 
And, I think it's fair. You know, we we know who we got. And we don't need to explain all that. A lot of a lot of turnover in the ACC this year. A lot. I mean, what did we turn over? Eighty percent of our starting five. So, um, to, I mean, the question is, is well, I'm not even going to go there. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Sorry. Uh, ninth is Miami. Tenth Pitt. Eleventh Clemson. Wake Forest at twelfth. Boston College thirteenth. Virginia Tech fourteenth. Which is crazy. Well, Virginia Tech, that's a different story because they Buzz Williams left and they had a lot of guys that were seniors and then they had two two of their guys transfers out and uh I think one or two actually might have left early for the NBA as well. So Yeah, Black they they're kinda hurting. Yeah, they are. No, Blackshear Blackshear transferred to um Florida. Yeah. So they're hurting this year with the new coach. Um, it's probably going to be pretty tough. I think Georgia Tech's got postseason bans. Pittsburgh at 10 kind of yeah. surprises me a little bit. I think they're going to be a little bit better with those uh, the three freshman starters they had last year, the guards especially. So Yeah, Georgia Tech is uh, they're at the bottom of the barrel. So that's it for that. Yeah. Um, so did you want to get into quickly – I don't want to like bloviate on, on during this episode, but quickly with the the what's up with the carrier dome, the dome versus the dome? What's up with this? I uh, I don't have like official like numbers of what the contract was when they had it or uh, or when they made the deal, but back in '79 when things were popping and they were still manufacturing in Syracuse. And, yeah, I mean, they're you know, not even there I mean, anymore. Right? You, me and you know, I mean, yeah. we were right there in the district where the Carrier Factory was. Yep. Um, it's a beautiful park there right now, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you remember how many people you knew, their parents worked there. I mean, you know. My stepbrother and, worked there. And it was, Yeah, and it was a huge thing. So um, it's just always known Carrier Dome, Carrier Dome. But uh, I think that – they started to fall off a little bit and, you know, new day, new age. And the problem is the contract was for life. It was a lifetime contract. Uh-huh. So that's really the issue right now is I think we're trying to maybe make probably better negotiations, probably because John Wildhack knows that we could probably could market way the better dome sponsor. Somehow. Right now. Uh, yeah, it could be way yeah. better right now. Yeah. So, but instead it's I mean, like, okay, it's we're stuck in this lifetime. Soon. This lifetime contract where, like, literally it was, like, the factory to work for in Syracuse back in 79 and back all the way through pretty much when we were in high school. And now it's not the same. And I don't think now they're willing to pay the money that most other people are with the way that things have gone. So, yes, I mean, there's – I mean, it was a contract with people that they, – they they're not even working there anymore. They weren't even involved. Like, it's, it's difficult. So, again, obviously it comes down to legally binding stuff, but – that's a tough situation, man. I don't know how they're going to get out of that one. Yeah, I, think I they mean, they probably have to I do a little know. buyout or something. I mean, I don't. I don't know. They obviously still pay, right? I mean, if they're both contractually obligated, they still pay. yes. But the money that sum. was, but the money that was contracted back in '79. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared about the money they can get yeah, now, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. now it's like they can't pay what they probably could, what other companies could. So. Um, it's difficult, and again, too, I mean, as a SU fan, it's going to be tough to call it something different. <laughs> yeah, what are we going to call it, the uh, Verizon Dome or the, uh, who knows? I mean, right. what about the Spears Meat Dome? Right. Well, not to mention, uh, I mean, did they the throw Wegmans any money? The Wegmans Dome. To, did they throw any money towards these 
The Sports Star 2000 Dome. No, stop it. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> Do you maybe the if they would, did they throw money towards these, you know, new changes and stuff? I mean, I don't know if you've seen some pictures, but they got that outside frame of like what that roof's going to look like. And that's pretty, looks pretty cool, man. It looks goofy. What do you mean it looks goofy? It looks like a roller coaster on the outside. Of the oh, room. my. Yeah, obviously, because the roof's not up yet, Sean. No, the finished the, the finish prototype, the pictures of the finished product. Yeah. Show a roller coaster going around the dome. No, they don't. Yes, they do. A roller coaster. It's not a real roller coaster, Joe. Well, That's hyperbole. <laughs> it's the frame of the thing going around the dome. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I lo- I don't God. know. I don't know, dude. Go look at the new domes in the NFL. I Oh, I know. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. but this ain't the NFL. Uh, all right. Look. Okay, so SB206, that passed just this week, right? California. What was it Monday? Which is the law that allows college athletes in California to profit off their name and likeness. Now, they're skirting around some other NCAA bylaws, and of course, you know, that's going to be an issue. This doesn't even go into effect till 2023. And, you know, it's like, so it's. By that time, it won't be. It's basically it's basically forcing the NCAA to crap or get off the pot and mm-hmm. and try to do something with this. Now, there's um you know, student athletes are like the only people on campus that can't market themselves. <laughs> you know, other students they don't make the don't make a a dime for the for the university or the NCAA. They can do whatever they want. But yeah. but so you know there's speculation about sanctions from the NCAA, but I don't I don't foresee sanctions from the NCAA because first of all the span of time you know we're talking three and a half years, well just about three years I guess it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not. Mm-hmm. The sanctions you mean? No, I'm just saying anything. The NCAA. Well, they, the they, bottom line is the NCAA can if if the state wants to do this, the NCAA can still keep it as a rule. They they could they could keep it as a rule, but and to be perfectly honest with you, the NCAA can choose on what the, schools are listen, involved in the listen, NCAA. So they, they could, but why would they do that? There's how many schools? I, let's see. There's 58 schools in California that would fall into this. So what are they going to do? Take all 58 of those schools? You got uh, USC, UCLA. Um, you know, are they going to take these teams and what are they? They're not going to. All they have to do is make the threat, and that rule is off the table. No way, I doubt it. What do you mean? What do you mean? You think they're gonna? They're gonna? Th- they can threaten that all they want. First of all, like I said, it's three years. Second of all, uh, I mean, they're they not gonna have to lose out now. on all, all that to, money all for to, advertising. All they have to say is all they have to say is you can do whatever you want, or you can you can make whatever law you want, but it's still going to be illegal in the NCAA. So they're going to say that, and at the end of the day, people are still going to get in trouble. And you don't think that this that this will force the NCAA to to do something? You don't think that this will force them to do anything? You think that they're just going to be like, you, no. Knowing no, the NCAA, going. do you think that they're going to throw it's a threat at California? They're not taking money out of their freaking pockets. Something needs to happen. It's well, name and likeness. They're not even talking about... Uh, the NCAA doesn't give in. Well, I understand. I, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't agree with you. I'm just saying knowing the NCAA and seeing what has happened in the past, they don't bow down to anybody. So therefore, that. they make they make that threat, and that sh- that thing gets taken off the table, and then it's 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 done. 
You, so, you really okay, see right, them? Joe, you really hold see on. them? Let me present you a, a scenario. All right, let's say there's other states that are doing this. There's New York, there's South Carolina, there's New uh, Colorado, I think. Uh, maybe uh, Delaware, I think, was another one. Um, right. oh, I don't have the list. But anyway. But the right, SAA so is an association Joe, that makes the rules. Joe, I understand. I understand. But when you get a conglomerate of states that are all going to do this, the NCAA is not going to say, y'all can't participate in the NCAA anymore. Do you know how much money they lose in that and advertising and stuff and all, everything? That's insane, dude. There, there will be a comprom- There will have to be a compromise. That's insane. They will not. If if the states, if states start nah, doing this over I, the next I three years, if the states start doing this over the next three years, they, the NCAA is going to have to do something. They're going to have to compromise on something. Yeah, I can see that. If now that I mean, I didn't know that there was other states that were doing that, but if they get the majority as far as that goes, like you said, it's going to force them to do something or what's going to happen is just everyone will leave the NCAA and they'll just create something different, which I think is less likely. Well, I mean, if the NCAA doesn't give in in your scenario, then basically that's what's going to happen. The teams in those states will go off and they'll create their own thing. And I'm with and you on that. And they'll still get sponsors. But they would absolutely, because these are a lot of big schools. In and it'll go states. like back in the day when the NIT and the NCAA tournaments were actually competitive. And there's actually two different, you know, things going at each other. Two different companies oh, or associations it, it, going at each other. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. all it yeah. takes is somebody to step up with a lot of money and sponsors and just offer another option. Now, I will say the South Carolina bill and the New York bill are a little bit more aggressive than the California bill, believe it or not, in which they they have some kind of incentive for payment, like direct payment from the school or something like that, which, look, that ain't going to happen. Nor, no. should, nor do I think it should, because I, I just don't think it's feasible. I really don't. I think the way you do this is you allow name and likeness in, like, if Bill Rapp wants to have... Tommy DeVito in a commercial. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, this is a this is a wide, yeah, just, widely used yeah. scenario. Understandable. Right. That, who, yeah. who does that hurt? It hurts. The school gives nobody. them enough. It's, I do think now that my it's the, N- yes. it's the NCA yes. holding them to all these yes. rules and limitations yes. that yep. that hurts. Right. That's what it is. Yes. Because if they're willing to put in the work and actually go get a job or, like you said, advertise themselves, um. Then, and they can make money off of it. Then so be it. Well, like, why is that a problem? That shouldn't be a problem. I 100% agree with you. I'm just saying. I that, know you agree, and you play devil's advocate a lot. But I'm just yeah, I do. Uh, but, but I'm just saying overall, like, you'd have to have a whole bunch of states with a whole bunch of teams. You you would, which is why willing like, to go to another league. I know. I, That's I understand how far that would have to be. But this is why I think it's out this far. We're talking three years. It's a long ways away. Yeah. So, that's a long way away to where if they don't get the support they need from other states and other universities and conferences and all of, that kind of stuff. It's a lot of time to 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 basically California going to do get it organized. Themselves. No. No. It's a lot of time to get organized though, just in general. It's like is is just a, states against the NCAA and there's going to be right. lawsuits and probably all sorts of things. So my hope is that regardless of whether or not this works 
across the board the way you know I would like it to, or you would, right. or anybody else would. It, well, there's got to be an overall there's compromise. There's got to be exactly. There's got to be a happy medium between you know using the hell out of these kids and not letting them promote themselves. You know, and well, there's probably the people out there looking at it like, oh, well, California's going to allow them to do it. That's going to be a recruiting. That's going to be a, a one-up and yeah, a recruiting yeah. tool. Exactly. Like it can't be like that. Obviously, you know. No, it can't. It can't. But California can't. Like you said, California can't do it on their own. Well, if there's a state to start it, well, that's what it takes, and I think that's where we're at. You yeah, know? I mean, no, California don't care about starting stuff so texas ain't gonna do it because you ain't gonna mess with their football or, or new they? york just waits for california <laughs> so <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe california should clean the turd up off of their streets before they work yeah, that's about what i'm it. saying well that's my whole thing is, is if, they, if they don't get if they don't get the support like california is not a state that can support a league themselves well no in their in their in bankruptcy so there's that as a right and then that's what i'm saying like that's why it would have to be a point to where you'd get enough uh, universities or conferences or whatever, you know, nationwide. Like, that's why I said California started it, but California is not going to, if no one jumps on board and it's not that serious, I mean, you can say, yeah, New York's going to jump on board. How many Division One football teams do they have? Two? Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Bye, Buffalo Army, Syracuse. <laughs> See ya. Like, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in California, I mean, they don't have, they can't do it themselves. So, again, like I said, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. And if, you know, people do jump on board, then yes. But again, I mean, NCAA, they're going to, they're smart enough to understand, you know. Is, is everyone else going to jump on board and basically paint the NCAA in a corner? Or... Right. Is the NCAA going to be able to use their leverage of, well, it's right. just you, California. You can't do this by yourself. And they and can't. We'll and, just, I, and, we'll, and we'll still just keep fining you. Right. And that I agree with. They can't. I right. just don't foresee California doing it by themselves with USC and UCLA. Well, it ought to I be mean, interesting. I mean, I know there's, there's, I know there's three years. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So anyway, um, and, and I guess there's questions, too, obviously, that'll come up like, uh, you know, would they do it in a trust? I think that's stupid. I saw that one. Uh, will they have to sign contracts um, for like um, educational internships? Was one thing they require athletes to maintain a certain GPA to retain this this kind of privilege? No, so you got to keep your grades to, up. Probably try to tax it. Oh well, they're going <laughs> to tax the income for sure. Yeah. That's why California's pushing for it. <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> they want to tax the hell out of you. That's it. And New York. Look, look at yeah, that. We just got scammed. We're doing this. We're doing this, <laughs> but it's 38%. Yeah, right. So, anyways, how I think it should look in a perfect world is that they are 1099. They pay their own taxes. Uh, they're in there and they basically can you know, they can go do the bill rap commercial. They can go do the autograph session. They can go do um, right. name and likeness, whatever, wherever. So, um, anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Anything else, Joe? I knew that was going to take a minute. Yeah, definitely. I just, you know, with the picking up with the Syracuse stuff, going back to the basketball real quick. Like, dude, it's coming up, man. Like a month, we play Virginia. I know. Double so, dipping. Double get dipping. ready. 
Because I know there's not a lot of news now, but it's coming. I know, and you know, we started this. Sh- we were when we uh, decided we were going to put this show together. We're like, yeah, there's probably be some good basketball news dropping in between the bye weeks, or in between the bye in between the games during the bye week. And uh, I mean, you had Andre Jackson. We knew that was coming, but that was it. Nothing. Practice went yeah. great. Oh, okay. I mean, what are they going to say? Practice was horrible. They looked terrible. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, it's practice. Practice. Yeah, so, again, it's just, <laughs> this year's team's going to be a mystery. And honestly, I kind of can't, like, wait to see just what happens. I mean, in this year, we're not going to have a whole, I mean, we have a couple of exhibition games, but after that, it's straight to Virginia. So, yeah, there's no n- nonsense St. Francis and some of these other teams where we get all these cup- cupcakes. We go straight to conference play. Straight to the national champions. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, how do you? F- well, we'll get into that later. No, yeah, no, There's yeah, no we will. But I'm just saying, it's just funny that basketball and football we hosted our first home games of the season are going to be against the national yeah, champions. I saw an article, so. I think Noon's Magician, a while back that said um, that actually broke that down. How many times it actually happened before? It's been, it's not very often. I'm uh, sure it's obviously, not. Obviously, obviously, well, you almost think it never happened, but it has. Well, it's probably not even that often that a. That a single school plays against the national champion in their in the schedule same, in the same every year, just to begin too. with. It's like yeah. the, the probability. I, mean, I would like to see the percentage of it just being able to happen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely. You know, there's uh, uh, plenty of schools that are. If you're not on their schedule the next year, all those schools are eliminated. Yeah. Boom. Um, so. so that's it. That's all I got. Thanks, my bookie. Yeah. Thanks to all of you for listening. Get those iTunes reviews in. We really appreciate those. You know, um, that that helps us. When you type in Qs, you see Qs Militia at the top. That's how that happens. Yeah. So um, we appreciate- we'll be able to do the preview on Monday, by the way. Okay, yeah. So we're going to do the NC State preview on Monday. And, yeah, um, we won our we'll- softball games, finished oh. fourth, and we have a bye, so we don't have to play on Monday. So. Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. At least I get you all to myself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a silver lining in everything. So, all right. Thanks once again. I'll have to do this over again. Thank you to my bookie. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks you to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.